some good music. I can't believe we hadn't gotten the uh, comments on our music yet. Anyway, world back here, Hollywood Cole and Clear Fire. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? Coach, welcome back, man. Appreciate got, y'all having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun last time, man. I could hopefully can make this a a regular thing. Um, so, what what have you been up to since we've been gone? Uh, I've been playing Call of Duty. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all <laughs> y'all sucked me out of it. <laughs> yeah, I called you earlier today. He's telling me about his Call of Duty experiences and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, I've been I've been I've been trying to pre- prestige uh, submachine gun. And, oh, okay, uh, that's a hard one. The 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 way the way they have it set up, it says you get to level four, you can prestige, but it's not. You have to level all the way to what would be level five. Yeah, and that prestige. four is longer than like yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> like all the other three combined. Like I, I, I was I was like eighty eight eighty eight thousand of one hundred and forty six thousand, and I posted on Reddit as like. How am I not sixty percent done with this level? Because you know? <laughs> yeah. the the bar is down there like at ten percent, <laughs> and and the way they have it set up is it's like your entire experience from the whole beginning is on that little bitty bar. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So it's not like that one level. So I got a ways to go. Yeah, that stuff is uh, that's real addicting. If you played the ranked matches on there. They actually no. have a ranked match, and it's four v four, and I, I just started doing it. You got to you got to play like ten matches. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's ten matches, and then it kind of gets you a rank for the season one, and I guess they're going to do a season two later or whatever. And um, but everybody on there is using those PPH submachine guns, so it must be like the best gun of the game. It's just one of those things you see everybody else doing. It's like, man, they must know something I don't know. What? Well, well, the 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 gun you get for prestige and submachine guns is supposed to be the best, it's, the best one. No, nah, I mean I, I I disagree with that. It's the MP40, but the uh, the Thompson is the the best one to me. They uh, and people will argue it, you either love it or hate it for whatever reason. But whatever playstyle you got, but most people use that PPH. But if you get that Thompson with that gangster clip at the bottom, that big mm-hmm. drum drum clip, <laughs> dude, it is bad. Uh, my, 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 I'm just, I'm only level 43, so I haven't unlocked everything yet. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't, yeah. I haven't had a chance to play with it. Well, I know, yeah. I know I speak a lot about Destiny, but that sounds a lot of like Destiny to me because like you have like the whole meta play and basically all, everybody's playing with one single gun because that's kind of how Destiny's been wrapped up in the PvP is everybody's just using one specific loadout and it's like ridiculous because it's like everybody's using the same guns. Why can't you use something different? I don't use the same guns as everybody else does. Uh, I fell in love with my prosecutor gun that I had there. So that, that's, that's just the nature of man because I, I still play Magic. I played Magic, the, the card game since I was like 16 years old and dude, I would have known that I'd have played magic with you. I used to play that all the time too. There's this enormous pool of cards, but at the end of the day, everybody will play five to six days. Well, yeah, you you play almost the same, same thing in that one too. Oh my gosh. Especially since the internet has made all the information available to everybody. Everybody's going to gravitate toward what has been determined the best. I tried to play it on Xbox or something. You had to put like an environment card down 
and yeah. then that determines something else. And I was like, hey, it's too complicated. Oh no, it's <laughs> I, not complicated I, at all. You, you got to put down your environment down. You throw down your, <laughs> throw down your land cards to be able to cast. I your different every things. fantasy had a standard environment. <laughs> but um, you say, oh yeah, I mean, just we were talking about the uh, the best gun. I mean, there's always a best gun of the game. Yeah, you don't just is. go around and nerf the best one for the time, and then you nerf that one, and they'll find another best gun. And well, yeah, that's what happens. Is. You mean there's people that there's everybody wants to actually do good. I mean, that's kind of crazy. It's like somebody would use the worst gun. Uh-huh. Well, I, like, I, I I noticed earlier today um, the gun I was playing with. I had the the four power scope on it. I started to notice that I was I was kind of slow, you know, like acquiring the target. Like if they were outside the scope, yeah. I wouldn't be able to see them and they'd kill me. So I thought, you know, I'll take it off and use another attachment. And the iron sights were absolutely terrible. E- even with the, the, the quick draw, you know, it was just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So um, each each one has its, you know, perks. Pardon the pun, but, but uh, <laughs> they did but they're, they're, perks. Th- th- there's there's inevitably going to be a best gun. Yeah, you know you you can't compare a, a Wingmaster 22 rifle to a military grade AR-15. Everybody wants to use the AR-15. Well, that's yeah. how every game is too, though. Every especially every game that's based around a gun. There's always the best gun out there. I mean, even with Borderlands, Borderlands Two, everybody's going out for like the Infinity pistols and things like that. So they're going for those one specific gun and using that. It kind of you know to me it almost burns out the game because it's like man, you got especially Borderlands with the, the billion guns that you have in that game. I'm like, you got a billion guns. You there's no real specific best one. It's just been deemed by the community as the best one. It's like Goldeneye, man. They used to start you on the club, so you'd pick it up on going out. Dude, <laughs> I, I love the club. That was that was fun. That was a fun gun. It just sounds terrible too. I remember playing that at Jones, and I got that just messing around on the second on the facility where you got to beat it in like two minutes and thirteen seconds, and that, you just on like the 007 hardest rating. And dude, I you just have to constantly. I mean, you're like strafing you know you don't ever stop you just strafe yeah. all the way through because you move a little bit faster and i did it and so you get to be invincible you turn that turn that sheet on and that's the only way to get it and of course that's the best one and so i went back home <laughs> to try to do it again and i couldn't <laughs> do it this is similar to the axe night uh <laughs> story that I, but, uh, I uh so this is the nintendo 64 and I could not do it. Oh my gosh. I don't know what is going on. And I grabbed the controller again and threw it down on the N64, but they had made, you know, the N64 was round. It's like a stealth fighter where the, <laughs> where the radio waves bounce off of it. So that never comes directly back. The radar was in it. So it glanced off because it was designed to take a beating from kids. So then I kicked it <laughs> and the, uh, and it still worked perfectly, like nothing happened to it. <laughs> that thing was like a turtle shell, man. That thing was was tough, but it just frustrated me to no end. And then, I, but I finally eventually got it, of course. But man, that thing was uh, <laughs> so got that yeah, exactly rage what quitting in you. It, it, yeah, it, it sounds, was, I don't rage fl- quit. Well, I guess I do, but <laughs> you know that that might be why Nintendo always stuck to cartridges. <laughs> so kids can you, beat you, it. You, you come down on beat a PlayStation, that C, that CD is <laughs> yeah. done. But but yeah. a, car, a car cartridge can stand. That up. pop, that top just pops open. You can't close it back. Just <laughs> <laughs> have to tape it down. But uh, yeah, man, that's those Nintendos that take a beating. But uh, I mean, it didn't even have a mark on it or anything. <laughs> it's just like, hey, this is 
You've come a long way, Nintendo, after some sort of <laughs> gashed your old NES. But, um, yeah, so we coordinated with Edgy for the uh, the EverQuest one we kind of mentioned last time on the Dragon Warrior series, the Dragon Warrior podcast. So she's going to try to get on uh, probably in the next few weeks. Yeah, the first part and of February is what we're shooting for. Yeah, and do a, do a good um, EverQuest one. So, and I don't remember anything. I mean, I remember it pretty well, just, but you know, I'm so far behind and it's been 10 years. So we got, so we'll have two active players on. Um, Y'all definitely check that one out. It's going to be really interesting, especially with uh, new EverQuest content, which I didn't realize they were putting new content out still for that game. Oh, they they just, they just released a new expansion uh, about a month ago. Yeah. It's, uh, they redid Kunark with all the dragons and whatnot. That's kind of what got me interested in it again is I want to, you know, level up so I can play through that stuff. That that was my favorite time in the kind of in the history of the game before it got crazy with aliens and stuff. What? Oh, God. Yeah, can, we got to hear that. Yeah, we'll, comes, yeah. we'll definitely get aliens. on that. <laughs> they got pistols in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 no, they got uh, space uh, magic, man. Space magic. <laughs> They got a forty-five. You can get a nineteen eleven or a that you could always get in Dungeons and Dragons. It costs like a thousand gold more than any sword. It was just like a a muzzleloader pistol, <laughs> <laughs> a gun blade. <laughs> you pull the trigger; it makes it sharper as it comes. <laughs> this is crazy, man. They got crazy stuff in these. Japanese games, man, but but anyway, man, I was thinking about this. I got clear a uh, clear fire a Christmas gift, a very awesome Christmas gift. It's a uh, it's a mug that says, "All I do is play video games and know things." And I don't even <laughs> do you even drink coffee, by the way. I that 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 cup that you saw when I was holding it up when I sent you that yeah. picture, it had hot tea in it at the time. <laughs> Okay. So when I'm sick, I drink hot tea. When I'm not, I drink coffee. So yes, yeah, okay, it's going to yeah. get a lot of use out of it. It probably end up wearing the front of it off in a month after after <laughs> drinking out of it so much. So I thought about that, and it's like you know that's that's perfect for him because he's like the news guy on on here. You know, he, he knows a, a lot of stuff. But then I thought of thinking about this, and you'll get a kick out of this, uh, Coach. Is that you know that clear has never asked a single question on a podcast at all. He's never asked a question to anybody because he knows it. That's perfect. <laughs> he already knows everything. So uh, that's he, he, he thinks that, you know, questions are for, for the weak. <laughs> you know what I'm right. <laughs> so, so you don't ask questions, but so you don't ask questions. So, you should get told answers. So, yeah. So he's never asked a question and I, and I, and I have not, verified this okay uh, from here you, you mark my word but i'm going to challenge anybody that is listening to podcasts if they can go back and find any time that clear fires asked a question to send me the time and the date or the, uh, the the episode and the time so i can verify it and if you find that i will send you a brand new video game of your choice oh you my gosh that's, yeah dude there that's you how go. much i believe it there and I don't know, <laughs> and I don't know if that's true or not. And I don't mean like a, I don't mean uh, an implied question either, where he's talking to the audience and says something like, "You tell us what games do you want to review." I don't mean that. I mean something like, 
oh, really? That came out then or something like that? Yeah, well, you will not find it, I bet. I bet <laughs> you will not find it. But it, from here on, it doesn't count. So you might ask a question from here on. But from this, this I'm gonna try uh, to keep. I'm gonna try. Before. You know, just for a challenge, I'm gonna try to keep that up to where I don't ask an actual <laughs> question. He I'm never gonna try to do that. And everybody so that, knows me too. I'm stubborn. When I know, when I think I know something, I'm gonna lock on to it until you know, until I don't know, until I know for sure <laughs> that it's wrong or right or whatever. I don't care. So since I've laid down the gauntlet, I gotta clarify. So yeah, if you if you can send me the, the episode in time. And then again, and so no, no limited editions, none of that kind of stuff. Just a, I'm going to order it off Amazon and have it shipped to you. If you can find it, just tell me, you know, $60 and less, I'll get it for you. If you can find it. That, that's not a bad way to be, you know? <laughs> I think uh, it, it is. It, it's, it's a it's, terrible way to be. No, <laughs> it's not no, terrible. Okay, it creates people uh, with conversations. Because if I ask you a question, you're going to be like, I don't know. Let me look that up. And then there goes the conversation. If I come out and just straight up throw the fact out, because I'm challenging you. I don't care if you know it or not. I'm still challenging you. So you're like, you're just like me sometimes where you ask your statement. So you don't ask a question like an interrogative. All of your statements are actually questions. Is what no, you, so what so no, when you say no, this game came out my, in ninety eight. My, my statements if it's are not, wrong. You need me to say it. <laughs> no, it, my statements, I, I my got statements you. are. I see. My statements are. I believe what I say until proven wrong, and then I'll admit. Oh, my bad. I misspoke. You know, yeah, but, so I'm ask, but I'm not going to. But I'm not. But I'm not going to ask a question <laughs> because I want. You know, if I'm wrong, I want you to prove me wrong. Because I'm, I'm usually pretty. Well, sure I'm not even myself, talking so. about you asking a question about your own knowledge. I'm talking about you asking a question of a game that I'm talking about. And uh, just some obscure fact, and then ask a question about it. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I know, I know all of them. <laughs> I know all the obscure facts. That's the thing. I know all. Well, of that's them. why I got you. That's why I got you the mug. I said this is. Per- I mean, it really was, was like this is perfect, man. And did you? Ha- I, I strapped that. I wrapped that Joker up so good. Man, to dude, make sure I had to go break. get one of my kitchen knives and start like <laughs> like scalpel that bad boy out. Man, it was it was crazy. Well, anyway, all right, cool. I just wanted to throw that down there because I thought about this. I said, I bet there's no question asked but I'm, I'm curious to see if there is so if somebody finds it let me know send me a message on facebook or twitter or whatever yeah hit us um, up no hit us up and let us know we want you to we i want i want to see this because i'm gonna try to verify <laughs> it too so yeah you don't got me riled you don't up. count and coach you can't do it either you don't got me riled up so i, I want to ver- i'm not gonna go look for it but i want to verify it. you're going to send it to where i can verify it because i can verify if i'm asking the question or not in, in, in this day and age almost every question is some type of subjective information because everything objective is Google, you yeah. know, uh, you're not. Uh, and when I'm at work at the hospital, it pains me when people call me and ask me a question and I just type it into Google and give them the answer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all, all it's like, is, is, is your internet down, sir? Well, what, kills me, what kills me is the dumb questions. You know, my thing is, is I follow a lot of groups on Facebook and, you know, of course, you know, once again, bringing up Destiny, but the whole thing is of where is Zer? Everybody wants to know where Zer is. You can Google that Except on Friday you don't answer, morning. you don't ask that question. You can Google that on <laughs> Friday morning and they will have 20 videos and 20 write-ups of where he's at. You you ask that question in a group, I'm going to blast you for it. And I blast them almost every time because it's ridiculous. Just go Google it. You can... You can save yourself time from typing "Where is Zer?" in Facebook and waiting for somebody to respond to go into Google and go "Where is Zer?" and it's right there. I've, I've got to add something to this. I think people that ask questions on Facebook—it's some type of personality <laughs> disorder. 
because the, the the fact that you're on Facebook who's winning the Alabama game? It, it, it means like, you're like, on the internet if you're on Facebook. <laughs> so, so, I'm not gonna say what, what they need. I'm just gonna refer what, it to it. They need a red foreman done to them. If you watched that '70s show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's funny, man. But yeah, so. No, that's anyway, a good challenge. Get, that's a good challenge for everybody out there. Yeah, I, I just don't believe. I don't believe they'll find it. I don't think it exists. But uh, but anyway, it doesn't count from here on out. So if he asks another question, which he probably won't, but I'm not going to. If it. he does, try to keep it up. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, so what we're going to talk about today, we hadn't even mentioned, but uh, you'll see it in the title. But it's uh, the Metal Gear series. And so last time Coach was here, he wanted to. We asked him what he wanted to do next, and he wanted to do kind of a Metal Gear thing. He was playing Metal Gear Solid Five. I actually jumped on it after that read the like i said the ready player one so i got a lot from that podcast that was a lot of fun i actually was tweeting about it earlier today yeah i downloaded uh, metal gear solid 5 i just hadn't played it yet i was playing some other games that i wanted to try to finish out so i'm gonna jump on that yeah. soon so i got very addicted to metal gear solid 5 i mean i like i look like i feel like a kid i look forward to it you know it's thinking deep. about it at work or something it's, <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it's deep man it's I, for, awesome. I, I completely forgot about mother base man yeah, like, see, I didn't even know any of that. Extracting all the soldiers, you know. That's and good. That was all cool. that, man, it, it is so, like, deep. Yeah, uh, you can build your, you know, we'll get into it, but, I mean, it's really like a little RPG to a different extent of how you strengthen your, your uh, different various uh, statistics like intel or development, research, so on, medical, I, stuff like that. I, I actually beat it, like, in 2015 on PS3. It was, like... The last great game they released, on you know, before they did it on both the yeah. PS3 and PS4, I finally bought the PS4 to play um, uh, Bloodborne because they didn't do it on the PS3. But that that it, I, I I liked it enough that I bought it again and started over from scratch because you there's no way you can port your yeah. saves over. Yeah, and it it's 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 great. Yeah, it really is. It's a a very pleasant surprise that they have uh they had that for free that's when i got it and yeah. i bought the uh i got it for free the ground zeros and i never pl- I, I touched got, it for a minute yeah i've got ground zeros and i've got the fan wasn't it phantom pain with the one yeah, that just that was pain. just free Fa- thing? Pain. yeah it's phantom pain and uh and so but they're they're they are uh integral or what am i trying to say integral to the story uh of the whole metal gear series which is it is unbelievably uh, deep well, and so many details. Before we get there, I want to share just a couple of tidbits of news before we get there. So the one tidbit of news that's still big on everything is um, Xbox is actually trying to start pushing loot boxes. And what I mean by that is, is Xbox is trying to do like with their achievements. When you earn achievements, you earn credits toward loot boxes. So Xbox is trying to jump on the loot box bandwagon. And this is for their uh, different things, because you know uh, with Xbox Live you get a character that you can dress up and whatever, and this stuff is supposed to be cosmetic stuff for your character to dress up as. I think it's ridiculous that Xbox is trying to push in loot boxes. I really think that we should you know, push people to get away from loot boxes. Um, Destiny, uh, they're actually having a big uh, conversation to, uh, on Thursday. Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, on a Thursday that... Uh, um, the, uh, the the developer is actually going to have a big uh, talk about uh, what's coming up because of the big debacle about loot boxes uh, hiding stuff from the dawning 
which it very much was a paywall on that on that part of it. And then also too, since we're about to talk about metal about the Metal Gear series, it's actually this week is actually Metal Gear's 30th anniversary. So that's a big thing. It's kind of cool that we ended up you know picking this. We actually picked this way ahead of time. We didn't realize it hit it hit the same time, but it's actually their 30th anniversary this week. So so how does that work? Like if you get an achievement in any game, you get some type of loot box that is you get like credits box uni- universal. You get the credits. You get credits toward a loot box. So it like takes so many credits to get a loot box. So when you get achievement, you get a set amount of credits. Well, what what's in the loot box? The loot box has uh, shirts and hats and stuff. So you know your here. Xbox Live avatar you have. <laughs> for your guy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what they said it was. So, <laughs> oh, so, so for your Xbox, not, not an Xbox real shirt. Or so your Xbox Live avatar that you have on Xbox Live. You know, yeah. you can get hats and shirts and pants and all kinds of different outfits for them and all that kind of junk. That's ridiculous. They're yeah, doing loot boxes now to make that. So what's going to eventually happen is, is you're going to be able to buy credits for loot boxes now for just your little stupid little avatar. Did they already say they're going to take real money for it or no? No, they haven't said that yet. But I, If they that, keep the it the set. way where you don't take real money for it, that would be good, I think, because they're just trying to do something. At least that you buy it straight out. I mean, that, with your credit tokens are your uh, tokens that you get for your trophies or whatever. Because PlayStation has the trophy system to where, you know, you get a platinum if you get all the trophies. Xbox doesn't have it. I don't think Xbox One has it. I don't. Th- I think it's the same as Xbox 360. That's the last time I played it. But but they do get those little credits. If this is a bronze trophy or whatever, it's only... or I don't even think they have the, the different types of medals. I think it's just a trophy. And the, they're, they're ranked based on how many credits they give you. Well, that, so, that's not that's not necessarily that bad. Really, all, all it is is for your e-ping. The, the kicker to that, though, is the the opposite to that is PlayStation. What they have stated they're going to do is that with your platinum trophies, they actually count as credit toward you being able to get a Dang, new game. That's awesome. So, that, like that, with your trophies awesome. that you get. <laughs> Yeah. You should be able to get a new game. I don't know. I don't know when they're pushing that out, but that was kind of the thing. Is is that they wanted to have it to where you could actually get things with your trophy. So if you platinum, you could go get a game off the Play Store Dang. or whatever. I think that's a way to go versus doing loot boxes. I'm really starting to dislike loot boxes the more and more I hear about them because they are technically gambling. Uh, another legitimate example is on Call of Duty. Like today. Uh, you know they reward uh, random loot boxes after every match, and I got I had gotten two. I rolled one of them and just got you know pistol dog, grip. Dog, dog turds. <laughs> yeah, three pistol grips. Why and do they have I, pistol I, grips? I, I rolled I mean, the next one and I got the best sniper rifle you can get. Yeah, um, I can't remember the exact make and model, but the first match I played, I went like ten and two. You know, it's one shot, one but I'm kill. Okay, I'm okay yeah, with that type of loot it, box. It, it's, I'm okay because that's a reward because you worked for that. The loot boxes, I'm not okay. Well, with you can buy them in Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you can in Call of Duty. They've got them set to where you can buy them. The dice, like you said. That, 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 and then you might spend it is, five dollars and get three generator. pistol grips, man. Yeah, <laughs> and it might but, not but, even be. But, 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 do you ever think about that for a minute? Like, why do you have? Do you, if you hear any of our podcasts, we talk about these pistol grips. Like eighty yeah. percent of the loot is a pistol grip, <laughs> and you can't even see it. And they all go to a, you know, you can't even see the pistol. I mean, 
It's so stupid. You know, I don't play I don't play Overwatch, but from re- what I've been reading, especially with this whole loot box controversy stuff going on, Overwatch has really uh, has uh, implemented the loot box system in a good way because it's all just cosmetic. That's all it is. If you want to buy all the cosmetic you want, great. Go ahead, dump all your money in the loot boxes. That's fine at that point because you're not going to do that do anything that changes the game. You know, but when you put and two, if you want to, you can work for those loot boxes too on Overwatch. You don't have to pay for them. You can work for them. There's an unlimited amount of loot boxes you can earn. Destiny basically has a stopgap on you. Destiny 2 has a stopgap on you because your first three levels have an XP boost on them. And after that, it's it's a crawl. It's a nightmare to get anymore after that. So it kind of it's kind of like a soft cap. You get three a week. I mean... Let people get all the loot boxes they want by by playing for them. Don't make it impossible for them. You know that's my that's my big issue with it is putting stuff behind a paywall that you end up having to pay for or work ten times harder for than what you would if you just that, wanted to play in, the game. It's interesting what you said so, about PlayStation. I didn't know they were doing that because uh, that was the talks at one time. I don't know it's still going through, but that was what I'd heard through some of the. Uh, Articles reading. You're talking about Destiny 2 and their loot boxes, and I just want to have to make a statement right now that can be quoted on Twitter later, that Destiny 2 was just a $60 loot box, <laughs> and, and everybody got crappy reward out of it. <laughs> so where we all fail. I, I, you, know, I, you, know, you know, I feel exactly like that, was. because it really, it was, it, was, it was too short of a campaign. It was, you know, it wasn't done to its fullest extent. It left everything from Destiny 1 behind, and it was just ridiculous. And everybody's defending it like, oh, well, D2's got to start somewhere. I was like, yeah, but you still have all of this back work that you have of Destiny 1, you know, three years of development there that you basically threw out the window because you went back to what yep. the one heard it, was. And you heard it first, when it first on started. HMK Video Game Experience before they finally released the official statement saying that's exactly what they did. You heard but you it know, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's a perfect a perfect lead-in to what we're going to talk about later, Metal Gear. The controls in Metal Gear Solid on PS1 are the same as they are in Metal Gear Solid 5 on PS4. And the controller's still the same. You don't change the game. You change the content. You yeah. g- give me a story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that that's where the the gaming world has gone wrong. When you get a a formula that works, stick with it. You know, don't don't change the button I reload with and the button I I lay down on the ground with. <laughs> so we were talking about Mario earlier. Mario is always in a two button controller where the where you have an A and a B. So we won't go to Super Nintendo or whatever. But even on Nintendo 64, Mario always jumps with A and runs with B. You don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that yeah. Nintendo released a game that is backwards? Did you, clear, you ought to know this because you got a mug that says it. You do. I, I, imagine, a bu- <laughs> I, I, I imagine a bunch of kids got killed. <laughs> no, they did. Do you know which game it is? They released a game that was backwards. They had that B was jump. For, it's a Mario game where B was jump and A was run. What system? Uh, well, I'll give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get it out of you. I, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's the Virtual Boy Ver- Mario, the one where they uh, kick shells back and forth. Well, they did. They did so much <laughs> so weird, weird stuff on Why Virtual. They, they did. That? They did so much weird stuff on Virtual Boy anyway. You know, so... it, Virtual Boy was just a messed up system anyway. 
It's so un- unnecessary. Yeah, you just messed it up. I mean, now we we got to put it, take it back. You know, can't you can't jump with B? You just don't do that. No, uh, in any game, <laughs> and you don't in a fighting game. You don't make jump up because <laughs> when you got to do a finishing move. And and a part of the finishing move has up in it. <laughs> you're you're going to break that finishing move. If you do a finish, it's like people on Call of Duty. Oh, my gosh. You don't jump. Your guy can't jump. It looks stupid. He jumps around the corner on Call of Duty. He jumps doing a finishing move. You just you can't do that. A World War II hardened soldier don't jump around a corner firing his gun at you. Not like you're trying to do a dragon point. <laughs> yeah. Come out spin kicking like Ryu, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, man. That's, so I wanted to mention this real quick before we get into Metal Gear Two, the SNES uh, Classic uh, comp- or contest we got going on. Do you know about this, uh, Coach? The yeah, I, I read about it. I've already okay. ordered. I've already ordered one off of eBay yeah. though. So oh, you um, you paid the hacker or the the uh, people that he are- paid. He paid what the premium price for it. Yeah, you paid no, the scalper price. I, I, I ordered a, a you original. You paid the, the gold price or the iron price? <laughs> I, I ordered the straight up you original. You paid the gold. Well, I mean, everybody everybody loves that thing, and I and I got one too, and it's uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's it's just like I've mentioned before. It's just something about having a uh, an official Nintendo product release again, a new one, and it's in HD and all this. But anyway, so the contest uh, we got a. We're almost like at 700-something entries right now. If you want to get a leg up, and I've been calling it subscribe to the uh, to the podcast off of Podbean, but it's, and Clear uh, told me that I was wrong, and it's actually followers. So we don't have a, it's no paid subscription. Everything's free, but it's just a follower. Uh, and so if you follow, I originally were going to give 10 votes, but I'm going to go ahead and up that to 20. We want to get more followers. The goal is obviously to get you guys to listen to the podcast. I mean, we lo- love giving away stuff like this, too, to fellow gamers, and I've made a lot of new uh, fun contacts on Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. by doing this. Um, you know, ultimately, we want to get, get you guys over here and, and enjoy this content as well and, and be a part of this. So 20 entries for following on Podbean. So all you have to do is click that app on that uh, post, or excuse me, that link on that post, it'll take you right to it. Click follow. It does nothing with your information. Any, it, anything in, it just says, uh, it's just your email address. All right, go to that link, click follow, and uh, you're there, man. And I'll get that email, and I'll put that email in 20 times on that spreadsheet. And then, we're, like yep. I said, we're going to do that uh, random generator. So that'll give you a lot of uh, lot of votes there. There's some people that it'll have done a lot. give you a big chance to win. I mean, you got to think about it. If there's 700 and some odd entries and you've only got one, you've only got a one out of 700 some odd chance to do it. You go in, and all you have to do is follow our podcast. Yeah, and then bam, you've got twenty extra entries right there. That's a great way to get a leg up on everybody else. And it lets you know when we too, have new podcasts released. You exactly, know. you can set you can set it in Podbean. It's a great it's a great application. You can have it on Android, iOS. You can just you know pull it up just through um, Google Chrome, whatever browser you use. It works really well on all of them. And once you go in there, it'll say, hey, do you want to go ahead and have these auto-download? You can make them auto-download, or you can just have them to where they notify you where the new ones come out. It's a great app. Go out, go and check it out. Check us out on there. Like it. Get you some more vote, Get you some more entries into this uh, contest. Yep. And so a lot of people are liking and uh, commenting on, on that post that just tells about the contest. But just keep in mind, that's for every post that we have. So you can like and share and uh, comment on every mm-hmm. post. Some people have kind of done that. 
and others there's a few just that kinda, have done that but i yeah. mean if you if you're just stopping at that one post you're selling yourself short you're only getting a handful of you know, a handful of likes that you're a handful of votes i mean because you got to think about it on that post there you can only get a total of five entries for it and then if you like our facebook page that's 10 that's only 15 you can more, you know, more than double your entries by going and giving us a follow on Podbean. You know, throw in 20, now you're up to 35 instead of just 15. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and get in this Metal Gear, man. Uh, did you anybody go and learn the whole story again? Because I didn't play every single one of them. I just played... Uh... I played the very first one, Metal Gear Solid. That, and that, that, Metal that's, Solid that's, where, that's where we need to start. The, what, the I, very I watched, first I, one? I, Nintendo I, I, version? I, no, 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 no. Metal Solid. Gear Solid. Yeah, so. I, I, I read the, the reason they named it Metal Gear Solid yeah. was that it went from 2D to 3D. There's like and, three and reasons why. I remember how much like I enjoyed it and how much of an impact it had on me. But it's like universally regarded as one of the most important video games of all time. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it well, won, so. it's, was that good. The guy that did it, Hideo Kojima, everybody knows, but he was actually going to be a film director. He wanted to be a film mm-hmm. director. And so that's why you get a lot of cinematics and this kind of stuff. And in fact, that kind of turned me off of the game a little bit, but I will get into that later. Um, but Metal Gear Solid, yeah, PlayStation, I remember that came out. And it came, there was a demo that, that came out with a game prior, and I can't remember what game it came with. I think it was Xenogears. I, I don't remember. I'm just thinking out loud here but there was a demo that lets you play that very first stage and man i played that very first stage so many times when he gets on the elevator and then it's over and <laughs> just just like two people there and you're oh yeah i remember you buying the game just for that too. yeah because you're like, my oh. roommate at jones when we did it yeah you're like oh we got to go get this game so i can play this uh, so i can play this one level of this game other game i, I read something that um I don't, it might have been a IGN or, or Computer Gaming Monthly or somebody. They said there, there's more like there's more content in this one level than there is in yeah. most finished games. And, and we talked about this uh, at some point. I think it was uh, I think it was on the when we talked about Halo about how what makes a great multiplayer or a great game is that every time you turn it on, it could be a different experience. And you, you'll see this in Metal Gear Solid Five. It's also in, Metal, in all the Metal Gears that. Let me, you know, hey, your goal is to extract this prisoner or to extract this truck or whatever, and you can do it any way you want to. Uh, you know, you can go in there blasting, you can go in there sneaking, uh, you know, whatever. And so it's a different experience every time you go in there with new weapons and, and new buddies. That's a Metal Gear Solid Five, so I'm kind of jumping ahead, but uh, same thing would happen on Metal Gear Solid. You can you can go blasting or you can knock on the little crates and get them to come around like, huh what's that you know you go over there and you just snap their neck what was that noise <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but when they see not, you man that, that, that you know, it's just so loud it used to scare me well, to death well it's it's, it's, re- it's realistic you yeah. know like just just think if if you were infiltrating a base in in north korea and somebody sees you you're dead you know <laughs> you're, 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 you're not gonna be able to, to fight off like 30 people by yourself that, that's just that, <laughs> that, that a cardboard that, box. You'd be all right. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that, that, that's the delusion that 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 Call of Duty propagates. You know, that, that's you ever played? Have you ever been playing a game with a, a friend? And I remember one particular. You'd be playing Call of Duty or something. He'd be getting slaughtered, and he'll say, like under his, he's like, man, if this was real life, I would like, you know, like it's like this has no, this is no indication of how yeah, war would yeah. be <laughs> in real yeah. life. If, if like you're not a good super warrior, you know. It's like it's a video game. 
<laughs> so to roll so to roll over to metal metal gear i yeah. actually got some interesting info for y'all so a lot of people assume that solid snake is a reference to uh snake plissken from escape from new york a lot of people assume that, that that's that was an assumption that i even had at one time because i was like why is he called why is he called solid snake <laughs> And it's actually, actually, Hideo Kojami actually said the use of the name of Snake was the most appropriate symbol of living thing that hides his presence and sneaks without any noise. That's basically what you do in the entire game. But so he did he didn't take... Want to use, he didn't want to use Cobra, he didn't want to use Anaconda or Viper because that's specific, and the protagonist is the player. So you are Solid Snake. And he used solid to give the uh, to give the impression of something being hard, the opposite of soft. And so, also too, you know, once he made, you know, in the, he, you know, there's also, you know, he had to bring about an, an opposite, so he had had liquid snake. And then that's also too where he also brought in for the third, you know, he couldn't call it gas, so he actually looked at physics terms, and it's uh, solidus, which solidus is a is in between being a solid and liquid state. So he just wanted to have those to define it. So it's actually based on that, not on, you know, Escape from New York. Just an interesting tidbit that I found. So out. he did take some uh, some notes from Snake Plissken. What was the he he based the he said he wanted the bo- he wanted a hero with a body like um what was it, Coach? Do you remember? Is a body like something in a face like Christopher Walken? Yeah, he, um, he said it. Uh, I can't remember uh, who the body was. Maybe it was Kurt Russell. No, it, it, it wasn't it Kurt wasn't. Russell. Was it like Van Dam or somebody? It, yeah, it was John Cobb Van Dam. And, <laughs> and a face and like a face John, like Chris, Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah, that would exactly be what, awesome. That's, what, but, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> but anyway. And so that's yeah. a perfect time. 1998, kickboxer, oh, yeah. blood sport. You know, Christopher yep. Walken was still relatively young. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, a that, 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 that was like a superhuman. <laughs> So I gotta say, from my experience, when uh, you know, played it with Solid Snake, you know, as far as I knew, that's that's the hero of all the Metal Gears, right? And um, you know, you play through it in some convoluted story, you have no idea what's going on, and he did not shy away from cutscenes. I mean, like the second one, you go rescue the mayor or somebody—I don't know who it was—some important official, uh, <clears throat> and he's in that jail cell, and man, that's like a thirty-minute cutscene. You're mm-hmm. like, dude, this is the longest cutscene. That's when you know what you've gotten into, but then it kind of slows down with the cut. I mean, that doesn't slow down with the cutscenes, but they're not as long. But and, that, um, and they're not they're not that bad. They're not that cumbersome because it's a, it's a great story. Yeah, exactly. It's actually it actually fits. I mean, it's I mean it go, it goes back to his basis of wanting to be a movie producer and be a movie director and wanting to do that. He, and my, he just did it in it, video games. And my a, desire to want to play my video game when I'm uh, a, a video <laughs> game as a work of art. I know, and I agree with that. But I mean, it, you just didn't expect to have that. And that was, and I saw that one, you know, because that turned me off as Sons of Liberty was long. There's actually a clip. <clears throat> you know, the longest clip that he did in a video game for Metal Gear Solid and how long it is? 71 Nick. minutes, dude. Wow. An I, I hour and I, 11 minutes is the end of Metal Gear I Solid. I didn't, I, didn't play Son, wow. I didn't play Sons of I went from I went from uh, Metal Gear Solid to Snake Eater. To yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five, Sons of Liberty was uh, that had a lot of cutscenes in it, and I didn't uh, that turned me off of it. I didn't even buy Sna- Final, uh, Final Fan Metal Gear Solid Three until later, which I love that one. That was really good. But see, you're not your big boss, you know, in Metal Gear Solid Three. 
And I'm thinking it's the same thing, same guy, but it's not. That, that That's what I was about to say was how, how, I don't know if interesting is the right word, but um, the fact that the, the big boss character was created, you know, parallel to the snake character. Yeah. And then when you get to Metal Gear Solid 5, they're trying to tie it all together. Yeah. And, um, well, what's cool about it is, is the, there's, um, there's 11 titles basically of the game and five of them are considered prequels and they're sequ- they're centered around on Big Boss. So Big Boss if he if you're playing as Big Boss you're actually playing before the time of Metal Gear Solid yeah. or playing before Metal Gear. So that's kind of interesting to see that to see that he actually, you know, wrote all of these things and then in different random places you have ha- you have it going on. Here's the um just just for everybody's information, here's the Metal Gear chrono- chronology of all the games. Um 64 is when Snake Eater takes place, 70 is Portal Ops, 74 is Peace Walker, 75 is Ground Zeroes, 84 is Phantom Pain, 95 is Metal Gear, 99 is Metal Gear Solid, uh, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, 2005 is when Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes would take place, 2007 to 9 is when Sun of Liberty, 2014 is when Guns of the Patriots would take place, and t- 2018 is Rising Revengeance. That's 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 interesting. That because that one of my favorite times in history is the whole uh, post Vietnam era. Like um, I I absolutely love the first Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah, that was good. Where you're in like in, in you go to Nam. I I, well, I, I mean I, I love that that time period, and that's pretty much when the whole Snake story takes place. Well, I mean, it just shows that uh, that that uh, Kajami actually put a lot of thought into writing out all of these games. Mm. You know, he just didn't write them and be like, "Okay, well, let's move on to the next one." He actually probably thought about this before he did it and wrote it in, in a specific way and put out the games in a specific way. I know, I know, well, a lot of times people do that. So I doubt it. I mean, he he he's a artist i mean he added on there's no way that he's going to convince me that in 1988 he knew like oh in 2017 or 15 i'm going to put out and talk about this big boss character and he may you know i'm sure he did but he didn't have the whole thing and there's a lot of stuff you can't explain and they always just say oh there's that running joke on the internet oh nano machines is what caused him <laughs> to do that or whatever uh but um so i'll give you a quick rundown of the story just from what i understand if you i guess can correct me if i'm wrong um, Big Boss was actually a, a girl in Metal Gear Solid 3. There's a Philosopher's Legacy. It's just a big bank account with billions of dollars in it that all the world leaders came together for. And uh, Snake has a U.S. operative to send in a super soldier. That's Naked Snake, who's actually the Big Boss later on. Goes in, gets betrayed by Big Boss, the female. And uh, this is all happening in Metal Gear Solid 3. And then uh, ends up killing the Big Boss. Becomes the new Big Boss. All right, and then I don't know what happens throughout. There's a whole bit convoluted with Outer Heaven and um, the the Fox. They're they're Fox, and then Fox turns on Snake somehow on a Big Boss. I mean, and he he creates the the term Foxhound. They're that unit to go after them. There's a whole bunch of nice little tidbits like that that I don't know about. But ultimately, they took the genes from uh, Snake. And the surrogate mother, Meryl, which I don't think it was a true surrogate mother, but however, it got blended their DNAs together and created liquid and solid snake to make a super soldier. And actually made solid a snake as well. But that's where it picks up in Metal Gear Solid 3. You are a solid snake. And due to their 
kind of unnatural aging or whatever the fox dye or something like that they kind of age unnaturally fox dye is a virus that they put in there to try to kill liquid and solid for whatever reason and um so that's where that picks up um but big boss he lives to the very end of all the the uh, metal gear solid four you know he's there at the end that's that 71 uh minute thing but that's that is the the basic of the most basic metal gear story you'll ever hear and uh, but that's about as deep as i know about it well, that, that's as deep as you need to go unless you listen to all those tapes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they got <laughs> you, tapes. You, and... you, can, you can go as deep as you want to. I like, yeah. like I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 3% into the game as far as, you know, start, yeah, from starting from scratch. And I've got 18 cassette tapes I haven't listened to. You know, it's just, yeah, it's kind of like all the books in Skyrim. You can get as involved yeah. as you want to, you know, yeah. and, and I, I'm, I'm all about that. I just, I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and listen to a tape. That, right. That all, all kind of reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy X trying to find all the Albed primers so you can understand the language. Yeah. But you did, that wasn't essential to the story though. They don't, uh. You know, Metal Gear's not... A, I mean, I didn't understand Metal Gear Solid's story completely when I played it. I love the game. Metal Gear Solid 2, I mean, I never went back and replayed it because it was just so many cutscenes, but uh, it was decent. And then uh, Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 3, was. I had a lot of fun playing that one. That was that was relatively recent. I mean, that was in the past 10 years that I played that one. Uh, maybe in the past five years and finished it. But um, they do some really cool stuff. Let's talk about Metal Gear Solid 3 for a minute. Uh, some of the stuff they do... I got screwed on that one because it was actually a PS2 game. Yeah. And I bought it on PS3. So what happened was I, I had beat Metal Gear Solid 5 on PS3. And I was so hungry for more that I was like, okay, I'm going to play Snake Eater. And I was like, I was so disappointed with the port yeah. that I... I didn't appreciate the game like I would have if I played it in its time. Right. If I'd have yes. played it on the PS2 when I, I mm-hmm. should have. I mean, that you want to talk about a game that is a work of art, man. I mean, he... he that final battle is... Uh, Do you, you finish it? No, I didn't finish it. So I, I got well, to the point to where I was at the bridge, like Chuck Norris, I'm missing in action too. And they, you know, where you had to climb on the bottom of the bridge. <laughs> yeah, at one up. point, at one point in that game, he has to climb a ladder for two two and a half minutes. <laughs> he's just pushing <laughs> up, and he's going out of a tunnel, and he's just clink. That might be Metal Gear Solid too. I can't remember. But at one point, this is the kind of stuff that this dude would do, and it's just it's funny. Uh, but uh, but anyway, Metal Gear Solid Three. So let's just talk about the character, the end, the sniper. Did you get that far? No, no, I <laughs> okay. I, I, I just I just stopped about halfway through it because I. I just couldn't stomach the. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening, man. And it'd be, uh, it'd be like going from 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 PlayStation to Nintendo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I just, it just Metal Gear Solid Five is is. I mean, that's just a fun game. I mean, we'll talk about that one in a minute. But I could I could certainly see that. It's not certainly not as involved as Metal Gear Solid Five. But I I, I really enjoyed all of them. You got to worry about crocodiles and animals and stuff eating you on Metal Gear Solid Three. <laughs> You're like, I can go get try to take this soldier out or his crocodile I got to sneak by, you know, and it's like, and you put the camo on and you hide and that's a little, that system was introduced in Metal Gear Solid 3, at least for me, and uh, I, I, it kind of turned me that. off, but then I started playing and it's like, this is real intuitive, it's really easy, 
anyway, like the end, there's a there's a uh, a character called the end, and it's actually all the care all the bosses are named after emotions felt in war: the pain, the sorrow, fear, uh, and the end. Uh, there's maybe a couple I'm missing, but it's just stuff like that. That's what he named him after, which is pretty cool. But anyway, the end is a really old man. He's like a hundred and something years old. He's the best sniper in the world, or whatever. And there's a million ways to kill him. So you, he kind of introduces him. You're watching a um, kind of scouting out a warehouse or something. And you see him pull up in a truck and they get this old man out in a, in a wheelchair. And it's a scene, you know. I mean, you can control your guy while the scene's going on and they're talking. And the whole point is to gather intel on what they're, they're going to go next. They just wheel him across. Uh, so that's when you first introduce him and it kind of shows you. And, and he uh, he's taught, he's... Um, explained by Campbell or whoever, like, hey, this is, uh, not Campbell, but whoever the the guy that's talking to your, your main general or whoever. And so I'll, go, I'll, I'll mention that again in a minute. So you get to the this big open field to fight, not an open field, excuse me, a big open uh, woods. It's just nothing but woods. There's no, bu- there's no buildings or anything there. It's just like a couple of ridges and all that. And he's somewhere out there. It's this epic sniper battle that you can deal with him. But if you save your game and walk away for two weeks... And come back and load it up, he'll die of old age. <laughs> Is that crazy? If That's you wild. if you but, load it up before that, like within the middle of that, like th- five days or something, then he'll have captured metal. Ge- it captured your guy somehow. Uh, I hadn't did, done that one. You'll, you'll walk up to him and like you'll sneak up on him and push him over, and he's dead. If he's wait two weeks, that 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 that's one of those things that before the internet, nobody would have ever. Discovered. Yeah, they wouldn't know any but, different. But 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 he probably put it in the game, you know, as a way to if you just can't win legitimately, you can still finish the game. <laughs> but here's the other thing: if you uh, and I, I thought in the normal way, it's fine. But remember that wheelchair scene I was just talking about? If you, it's a scene that's set up for again, like I said, you don't you have no idea you're supposed to do anything. But if you pull your sniper rifle out as he's wheeling by and shoot him, it kills him, and the scene doesn't even take place. You know, so you killed one of the bosses just by right when he popped out and he got introduced. You killed him. That 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 sounds very familiar. I may have I may have played I through think, that. I think they introduce him pretty soon into in the beginning of it. But I, I remember that now. I remember fighting him in that jungle and him being like invisible, and you just it was like it's yeah. very 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 difficult. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I completely finished the game, but I, I remember that. You, you would know if you finished part. it because the final battle is with Boss. And it turns out she's, you know, a double, she's really double, triple agent or whatever, where, hey, we're I'm with the U.S. and I'm with pretending to be with Russia, but I was really with the U.S., you know, it, like that kind of deal. And you learn that the, it's an epic battle in like this rose garden, mm-hmm. like roses, flowers everywhere. They're all white. And it's just, just the music is. It's unbelievable, man. It's so memorable. It's like the best boss fight I've ever fought in a game. And you fight her or whatever, and you, whatever happens, you realize what's going on. You knock her out, and you point your gun at her. It's a scene, and she's laid out, and you point the gun at her head. And you know that she's a good guy now, but she she has to die so Snake can take the blame, or Russia and U.S. will get an all-out missile, well, nuclear war, or whatever. But the game waits. Like you're like, what's gonna happen? Why isn't he like shooting her? And it just freezes, kind of. And it's waiting on you as the as the player to pull the trigger on the <laughs> controller. And then you do, boom, and it shoots her. And then like like starting from her body, like all the flower petals have turned red and they flutter all out. 
Man, it's crazy. It's an awesome ending. Look, look it up on YouTube. I, I want to check it out myself now. Did you, thinking about did you start it. crying? No, but the horse does. He starts, he goes, <laughs> you know, something. <laughs> the the horse, you, your horse will buck and start crying. The, but the horse. The, to sum up that part, what, uh, basically what uh, what was stated about that was the final part of her mission was to sacrifice her honor and die at the hands of Snake under the guise of a traitor to prove to, to prove the U.S. innocence in Volgren's <laughs> nuclear attack during the virtuous mission. Yeah. So basically she so, was just trying to prove the U.S. innocence by b- dying as a traitor. Yeah, so she wanted to pretend to be a traitor so she could avoid all that nuclear war between Russia and USA. All right, so after Metal Gear Solid 3, I didn't play any of the PSP. Uh, I actually got Peace Walker on PSP. Most people played it on PlayStation 3. Do you remember that one? I, I didn't. I didn't play it. I don't know how that came out on PS3. If it had, a, I think it's like a compilation or something. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I, I remember Metal Gear Solid from '98. You know, like yeah. how much I loved it. And then um, I, I vaguely remember my brother having uh, the the second one, uh, Sons of Liberty, uh, at our house out in Hillsboro, and I, you know, kind of tinkered with it, but didn't get involved in it. And then I completely forgot about Metal yeah. Gear until uh, I saw Metal him start. Five. I started, started saw him promoting Five, and yeah. I liked it so much. I went back and got Three. You yeah. know, and like I said, I was kind of disappointed because <laughs> you can't uh, reverse engineer a great video game. Yes, that's, yeah. it's that's supposed kinda... to be a, a progression. But mm. um, so did you remember the one on the NES? That, that vaguely, I, play, I, I played it like very little, but um, I actually watched a video on it. It was about 35 minutes long, a guy doing a speed run of it, basically. And like speed runs of the game take like 35 minutes. But I, I remember watching it because I'm, I, I remember it, it, it brought back memories of it because I remember watching, I remember uh, playing it and going, oh, well, I got to kill these guys, so I better sneak around them, get behind them, choke them out, you know, hide them. Well, this dude was like running just right by him and making sure he just ran under the cameras to get everywhere. So, I mean, that's just just the vague remembrance I have of it. What, what wasn't it totally like top down overhead? Yeah, it's all top down. Okay. It was all top down. Two D stuff. I, I remember rent, renting it. <laughs> yes, um, I was going to say I, video I, visions. I, I remember the the cover of it. Like I, I can see yeah, the cover Kyle of Reese. the game. Yeah, in my in my brain, <laughs> that the the little video store that used to be out uh, close to where I live, they would give you. Oh, free- that's right. You had the one over there by where, where Northside is now. That little yeah, J and D. They would give you a yep. free a free rental for every A you got on your report card. <laughs> yep, I so, remember that place because so, I stopped out there on my way to my grandmother's so, in Harperville. So, so that 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 was uh, my video game rentals. Metal Gear was on the list. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Wizards and Warriors, Rygar. Oh, that was good. There's just a select few they had, but Metal Gear yeah, was one of them. A, yeah, they, that little one. They only had a handful of that one. I don't know what's going on with Konami and just copying like Sylvester Stallone and uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger for Contra, and then they just copied Kyle Reese from Tur- and it's up random. Like, why Kyle Reese? It could have been anything. That's that's who they got for their stealth guy. <laughs> it's Kyle Reese. I I, li- I listened to y'all's uh the the podcast y'all did where y'all talking about Contra and you yeah. posted that picture of, of Arnold and Sylvester <laughs> yeah. Stallone and and it's perfect. I it just, is. It, 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 
It never this is, occurred to me, but it, it's... This is Kyle Reese's picture from Terminator, uh, either one or two, but it is, <laughs> he's in the future where he's with yeah. the Terminators. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show it to you. And um, it's like, it's exact dead on. It's not like a lightness. It's like, no doubt they copied it. But they couldn't get, you know, Chuck Norris, you know, on there or something <laughs> like that. They got Kyle Reese from Terminator. And I don't even think Terminator was out. <laughs> no, it was out. Terminator came out in 84. Yeah, it was out. But, uh, yeah, not, and it had to be it, 92. It, when, they, uh, probably, they, probably, they probably didn't want to pay that Chuck Norris money. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Reese. Yeah, you you know, Missing in Action 2 and Delta Force had come out by yeah. that point. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he, was, he was stacking paper. <laughs> yeah, so, so they got Kyle Reese on. But I remember renting it from Video Visions or Pops. I can't remember one of those two. Rogers. Rogers. But, uh, but it's that same. It's just little quirks about this game, too. And this was before. And uh, he he was the, I think, I don't know if it's Hideo Kojima or Hideo. I've heard it both ways. So I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. But I think he was just the, now what, he, uh, I don't know if he did, he did something with it. I think that was, he was the main guy for it. But anyway. He he had to design it. It's for the MSX uh, two, I believe. That's mm-hmm. the computerized system, and in Japan, and so he had to. And that was shoot 'em up, man. Contra, all these kind of games were the thing to do, man. Just blast and stuff, and just bullets going everywhere, and arcade action. But that you know the system couldn't handle that, so he just said, "Well, I'll just make a stealth game." Then he didn't go into it saying, "I'm going to make a stealth character." It was you know. But yeah, you just walk up to somebody and punch them three times and they bounce and they disappear. So you didn't really choke them out or anything. It was just more, and if they weren't looking directly at you or you weren't in that, you know how they had that, you know, you just kind of see yeah. a grid or wherever, how they're looking. That's what it would uh, would do. But um, one of the weird things about it is every time you die, you have to start over. Mm-hmm. And um, But you got a password for it. And the password is like, something like five characters per co- uh, 10 characters per column and like four co- four rows and it's two columns it was just like dude this is a ridiculously pa- a long password but if you put the password in you got to start where you left off so <laughs> it's like yeah you can start over from the beginning or reset the game put the password in and pick up at the stage you left off on we'll uh we'll go ahead and j- keep jumping ahead here so they actually came out with two metal gear solid 2s uh, the first one is called Snake's Revenge, and that was uh, for the NES. And that one was not the direct sequel. Hideo had nothing to do with that one, and that's the one I have. Um, the actual Metal Gear Solid 2, it came out on that compilation for PS3, but it was for the MSX and only in Japan. That's the only one that picks up the actual story. And he actually ki- I think in every one, Big Boss gets killed, but he never gets <laughs> killed. Everybody just accepts it. Eh, whatever, he's, he's still here. Like, on part yeah. two, they... They be MacGyver some with a a lighter and a um, aerosol can. <laughs> it like just catches him on fire. He's but he still lives somehow. And that's what that's what Metal Gear Solid the first one is like. You will give us Big Boss's body, or we're going to launch a nuclear war. That's yeah. what they wanted. Yeah. And so that's where we get into that one. And um, you first introduced a Solid Snake, who's the son of or the clone of uh, Big Boss, like we talked about. And this one had a lot of cool things in it. I just want to talk about a couple of them. One was the ocelot scene where he gets tortured. Did you finish that one all the way? Which one? Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation. Did you finish that yeah, one all the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. And so you remember the scene where uh, he's being tortured? Yeah. Uh, where he has to keep pushing circle real fast so his life didn't drain? Yeah. And they like, they like break the fourth wall and it's like, 
don't use a turbo controller or I'll know about it. And if you die here, you cannot reset the game. You have to start all over. So you're forced yeah. to kind of do that with them. That was brilliant, man. There, there, there was a, a Guinness Book of World Records award given to that game for the uh, the Psycho Mantis boss battle. Yeah. For the the like the greatest Most creative, right? Yeah, that yeah. and that that game was so unique in like what what you're talking about yeah. and like having to take a Valium to calm down to shoot the sniper rifle. Yeah, and th- this was is before, that a real drug by the way? That that thing yeah. it's called yeah. What's it called? Not Valium, but Valium diazepam. That's what no, it's that's called. That's what it's in, called. That's what it's called in the game. And, and but is that what it's, is that a real drug, diazepam? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I'm supposed to but, know that. But 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 but, but <laughs> this, yeah, of this, course this, it is. This, this was when I'm like doing the prerequisites to go to pharmacy school, so I have no idea what it is. But I know that I I have this in my inventory, and if I take it, I stop shaking. Which yeah. essentially is what happens in real life when you take Valium. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so it's so like you know deep. It was well, the just... psycho man is yeah. It, it uh, so we'll talk about it for a second. Like they he reads your memory card. I remember he asked me, "Do you like Castlevania and all this?" You're like, "What? How does this guy know that man?" You're looking around the room or something. You don't think about memory cards. Mm-hmm. You know they didn't have all that till playstation and so and then he's like put your you think i you think i can't read your mind i can i can control stuff put your controller down on the table go ahead lay it flat you know you're like well okay you know you lay it down and he makes it vibrate and move <laughs> i'll make it move and i guess you got to have a dual shot because i didn't have a dual shot and he didn't tell me to do that in the game and then he uh you know you're sitting there fighting him and you, he knows everything you're going to do and then if you call call campbell enough times he'll tell you you know put your player put your controller and control port two and then he can't read your mind you're like oh of course you know and then you just you do it and then then you, you can't read your mind and so that's uh interesting that's when you know like man this is a special game right here dude this is crazy but the girl interesting fact it's kind of a weird thing they wanted meryl and meryl straight out of this other game psycho knots is the exact same girl meryl in the game they wanted her to be uh young like natalie portman was in the professional because that's his love interest in the game that's who he goes to rescue so they wanted her to be a young 12 at preteen, you know, that kind of stuff. And you think about it, that'd be kind of a weird love interest for a snake as a, a preteen. Right. And it wasn't, they didn't make her an adult because that would have been a weird love interest. They made her an adult because they said no 12 year old ever be able to handle, handle a desert Eagle. <laughs> and that's what, that's what they gave her. And so they, this has to be an adult woman that she can't handle. So, that's why they changed it. That is so crazy, man. If I guess if they would have just gave her a little nine mil or something, she might have still been a twelve. Th- three eighty. <laughs> yeah, give her a three eighty or a little twenty five, twenty two. But uh, yes, yeah, so they they, didn't, they weren't going to take the Desert Eagle out. But but it's 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 incredible that they are so thorough with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like 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 nowadays, they would they would easily like have a hundred fifteen pound girl. In a video game, shooting a Barrett fifty caliber sniper rifle, and it not yeah. even kicking. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. like that. Uh, she'd be holding it that, one on, that, one handed that, up in the air, they, like they just, a pistol. That, they expect it. gamers to suspend their disbelief, yeah, and of it's it, it's obvious that that Hideo or however you pronounce it, he was you know on our side of things. Like they're going to call me out if I screw this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. What really made me fall in love with the story, the genre, 
was um th- this this guy um you talking about Vulcan Raven? Yeah, Vul- yeah. Vul- <laughs> Vulcan Vul- Raven. Vul- Vul- Vulcan Raven was this <laughs> this a lot like this Eskimo in Alaska that found an, an F sixteen that crashed and took the, the Vulcan M sixty one cannon off of it. And you had to fight you have to fight a boss that has the Gatlin gun off of a fighter plane. <laughs> you know? I mean that that is so like well thought out. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, uh, it's 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 you know, usually these days you just walk up and it's just you you see a guy with a red arrow over his head and that's who you're supposed to kill. But but that <laughs> that these guys are, are fully mm-hmm. developed. They have a story. Yeah, Every that's single what makes one it of good. them. Yeah. It's a universe. It creates a, a universe for you. And it's it's been that way all along. Even Ocelot is still in Metal Gear Solid Five with his prosthetic yeah. hand. Yeah, his liquid snake hand. <laughs> he cuts off Liquid Snake's hand and glues it on his own if he lost his, and then it starts to take him out. This is what's so kind of, this is one of those weird things. And then uh, the spirit of Liquid Snake is still in his hand, and you just accept it and go, oh, yeah, okay. okay. And he starts taking, oh, he's, he's taking me over. I'm turning into Liquid Ocelot. And at the end, he's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's like, he wasn't, he wasn't really, I'm just pretending to be that. Oh, it's re- bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he just like, well, uh, it's all good. And like, oh, whatever, okay, cool. And he beat him up, throw him down, whatever. But well, I didn't play four, but that, that's well, uh. Well, you'll you'll, you'll probably agree with this, but that that um that initial cut, pretty much playable cutscene at the beginning of Phantom Pain, it was almost yeah. like nauseating. It was so slow, like having to crawl around that hospital. Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I didn't I, like that that much. It it was. It I didn't was, understand how to control it, and it's like it, what, I don't even know what's going on. It, it, it was it was rough, but yeah. but after you get through that, it's a great game. After that, but it is it, unbelievable. So we'll go ahead and talk about it because that's pretty much all the. I don't know a lot about. I didn't play part four. I don't even remember Sons of Liberty two, but other than crawling up the ladder for two and a half minutes, just hearing <laughs> tink 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 tink, and I could just just cause you know. But, um, yeah, so five for me, and I didn't finish it all. I'm, I'm like 20% in. He he starts off, and he has, and don't tell me about it if you know or anybody, but he has like, he had his arm removed, because this, this is all happened in Ground Zero. This is a direct sequel to Ground Zero. I didn't realize, I thought I thought Ground Zero's, and that came out for a $40 game, Ground Zero's, and it's like a three-hour game. It's a $40 game, and I thought it was just a basically a preview of, it's kind of marketed as a preview for Phantom Pain, but it's actually a whole separate story. Um, so you, you, if you really want the story, you have to go back and play that one. And so anyway, but at the end of that one, um, a girl has a bomb in her stomach or something like that. They're trying to pull the bomb out and they get the bomb out. And she survives. And then everybody's happy. And then she's like, Oh, I got another bomb. She jumps out of the helicopter. and blows Yeah. To up. save. Yeah. To save, uh, save everybody. And it blows up. And that's how snake, uh, big boss wakes up in a, in a hospital. And I don't know. You had to pick your face, and it didn't do anything different. I don't that, understand that. 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 I, I think I think that was a joke. I think that was there, <laughs> like like poking fun at the fact that all these games like let you customize yourself. And, yeah. And, and and I really I really spent like yeah like an hour like like trying to make him look like look myself, like, like the angle of my nose and the my eyebrows and everything. Yeah. And, and then it, it looks just, like snake. And then, and then uh, it doesn't even do anything. Yeah, I was like, 
about? Even in Tiger Woods golf, I, I, I like took a picture of my face with a camera and ported it into the game. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying? It's like yep. every, everybody wants to be the put, hero of the control game. themselves in the game. And yeah. I think I think that was just kind of like an Easter egg of him just poking fun. At the beginning. Yeah. Because that's a good that's a good. <laughs> so yeah, that was that threw me off and then I was like, wait, you know, whatever, I'm going, you got the, because you got the mask on the whole time, right? You got the, the, the gals on uh, the whole time of your face that you're trying to escape so you can't see. And then it's just this snake. <laughs> it's just like, wow, we spent all that time for nothing. I'm back. But yeah, he has the fake arm, prosthetic arm. It's like a robot arm that can do anything. I think there's one hand that comes off and hits people with it. And like, if you can shoot it like a rocket or something. I'm still waiting to get that developed. And then you have a, uh, some, some shrapnel stuck out of your forehead like a horn and you know, uh, that threw me off you know what's beat up snakes eye, snakes eye patches on his right eye yeah and he's right-handed yeah so you're, you're you're always mississippi you know you're, better you're always <laughs> aiming down the side with the wrong eye <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's, but, that's, but that's been going on for like the whole series hasn't it Snakes. Yeah, well, Snakes. he got it knocked out in like three, I think. The very well, the very first one, yeah. Eighty-eight. And so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you know better than that. But uh, but anyway, um, so this what I like about this game is how it's open world and like you can uh, obviously you can just explore. You take these side missions and it's just rescue uh, a hostage. Okay, so you go in there and do it. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, you can go in there any way you want to. And as you're as you're doing this. You leave uh, your area called Mother Base, and they're built, you're rebuilding Mother Base from, track, from scratch. And this is kind of like that Sui Coden game I was talking about, where you recruit characters and they go back and they kind of build your castle up. Of course, they don't. Sui Coden's actually more involved than this one is for that, but they all have different traits. So let's say uh, once, so you get graded on a S to an E scale. So S, A, B, C, D, E, and then you got A plus, A plus plus, and so on. But actually, an S. Is the, the best, but um, so they'll be good at intel. They'll be good at research and development. They'll be good at base building, medical, and so on and so forth. So you want to get, you know, you see a guy that's uh, has A plus in something. You don't want to just shoot him, even though it'd be easier. You want to try to capture this guy. So you shoot him with a tranquilizer. However, you can go knock him out, uh, and then you put a balloon on him, and he flies up in the air, and you just yeah, cool. He's at my base now. It's just one of those you, weird things, but the people can see the balloon if they see. They'll try to shoot it back out of the sky. It's like if you're trying to you, launch them on there. So you know that that's that's unique to Hideo. He's done several different genres of games. Like he did Dark Souls, he did Bloodborne, and the S for some reason his formula is that S is better than A. It's yeah. like S A B C, you know, so yeah. forth. It, like in in Dark Souls, S is the best rating you can get on a sword. Yeah, and and, and you know in in uh, in Metal Gear, S is the best, the best rating you can get on operative. So yeah. it, it's it's kind of cool that that he's maintained that. You know, yeah, redone the whole grade scale, yeah. but <laughs> but anyway, so you're just so you got those choices to go do, and you look through with your binoculars, and it'll kind of give you uh, once you get your binoculars upgraded, it'll give you what their stats are, right? So you can tag them or whatever. Or you can just go in there blasting and uh, have the helicopter come in and take them out or whatever. There's a bunch <laughs> of different things. Snipe. I got a silent sniper rifle, and I run with uh, 
what's her name? Quiet. It's just a, you know, just a fan fanfare. She's uh, hot. Sexual, yeah. She's hot. Sex appeal. <laughs> but they got a they got a reason for it, you know. Oh, she breathes through her skin. That's why she's naked. You know, it would make you know what you know what would really be cool. I don't know. And if this is what happens, don't tell me. But uh, so I don't know the story yet. But it would be I would accept it better if like think about this. Hey, we need to make a super quiet sniper. Uh, the best sniper. Some, she's some kind of you know created being like like liquid and solid snakes. And they dressed her up, or they created that being to be like that real sexy woman just in case she got caught or seen that the people would more than likely go you know they would kind of at least be stunned for a moment or whatever the case or be more likely to treat her differently you know that's kind of a that's that's i I read read something earlier today it was kind of like a joke it said it was uh it was this this piece of of armor you could get um (laughs) and you could you could unzip it and you would momentarily stun any enemies in an AOE, but it, but it was only usable by female characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of funny because you know the 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 gaming community is is uh, yeah, generally masculine. Male. Yeah, but but it, it it it's true. You know. Yeah, it, and so you know I, it, I could buy that as a military thing, as if that was kind of how they said it. But I mean, you know, I'm mean, whatever. It's a game. That's what they do. That's they they do that for the sex appeal, and that's a lot. Every game does that. One thing I like about it is the uh, the the actual missions. There's there's just enough side op missions too. It doesn't feel like you have to go off and you kind of forget what's going on and oh I got to go do this and whatever. And they, and they just enough rewards too. Well, let, let, let me mention this: the two of the first side missions you have to do. I had completely forgot about this. One of them is you have to get a you have to Russian interpreter, Russian interpreter, and a past a past two interpreter. Yeah. Which yeah. are you know the primary uh, languages of Afghanistan and Russia, and yeah. that that's integral to you know yep. playing the game. So that they're they're not just just BS missions like yeah, go like go, quest. go 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 uh, go pick some plants from here or go <laughs> go uh, deliver this package to this yeah. NPC. They're they're legitimate. <laughs> Oh, you want me to make a uh, serum for your, in case you get shot in the arm? I need six, uh, you know, whisper willows. So go fetch them. You're like, dude, one of six. Two of six. It's like. You, 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 get, you get one one XP when you come back. <laughs> yeah, but you get your serum. Oh, thanks, Snake. Yeah, that's, now they're worthwhile. But the, but the, uh, the main missions are a little bit graded. They're graded a little bit differently. Um, you, you lose points for getting hit. Uh, you gain points by, um, you know, sneaking through without killing anybody. And one of the main things that I did like about this game at first, cause I don't, I'm not a big sneaking game kind of guy, but you can sneak. And I always end up sneaking for the majority of it. And then kind of go loud later. And if you do go in blazing guns, blazing, it's really not really a big penalty. It's not super hard to do. Um, you put it in first person mode with a gun and shoot them right in the head or whatever with a silencer and, uh, they also have a development, um, research and development, uh, type of, uh, mechanic in there to where you get GMP and you can, uh, update your, uh, rifles or whatever, just get new rifles and new Jeeps and stuff for your helicopter. Um, you know, whatever camo boxes, the cardboard box is a lot of fun. And there's a lot of hidden Easter eggs in this one too. Uh, like I said, I've only 25% in, but 
what 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 it is legit though is that you blow out your silencer after yeah. like like four or five shots, which yeah. you know that that's realistic. You can't just go around shooting a whole clip through a silencer and expect it to hold <laughs> up. So yeah. I mean, it's 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 very well done. It yeah, it, 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 it that uh. What, what do you call it? Artificial intelligence, the AI of the enemies is a little bit subpar. You would get killed in real life a lot sooner than you yeah. do in the game. But at the same time, you can't just, you know, tiptoe your way through it. It's, it's realistic to a certain extent, but at the same time, the enemies are kind of stupid. If you hide in the grass, they'll forget about you. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to leave. They're not going to leave the base camp, yeah. uh, you know. And I like. I kind of like that. I mean, part one. I thought, or not part one, but solid uh, Metal Gear Solid. They didn't. They found you. It was hard to. It took. It was a little bit harder to get away. You had to go hide under something or whatever. You can't just yeah. like. Yeah, I think it does good. And one of the, my favorite things about it too is that they do a little bit of a delay when they see you. It kind of goes in slow motion. You know? Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, that's it, awesome. It, it, it's it's except the tranquilizer pistol, you know, is one shot at a time. Yeah, you, you, gotta... you, you really can only can get two of them at a time. But but if you're killing and not extracting, like I, I'm I'm still at that point in the game where I'm ex- trying to extract everybody just to yeah. you know saturate yeah. mother base, even yeah. even with D and E, just crap guys. Yeah, and um, that—that's another thing. I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but you will. Is you'll get to the point to where you'll spend as much time like managing your personnel as yeah. you do playing the game, because it it really benefits you. Yeah, like if you can if you can upgrade your helicopter by moving this guy from combat to. Yep, that's what I did. Research. I, did I just started doing that for Intel to get my binoculars up because I don't I don't yep. get the troublemakers because they start beating on my guys <laughs> and they put them in the in the hospital. <laughs> but uh, but that that slow motion part. I mean, one one thing I like just just kind of give you a little fun part about the game. There's a big base. Uh, it's on like a landing pad for a helicopter, and it was in Afghanistan. It's a it's an oil rig <laughs> in the Antilles. Well, well, there's the co- one in Af. Is it? This one wasn't the oil rig. The oil rig is in Africa. Yeah, right? off, the co- yeah. off the coast of Afghanistan. Uh, of Madagascar, my bad. Yeah, so, uh, but no, this was in Afghanistan. Anyway, so it's a sandstorm that comes, and they can't see as good, and you can't either if it's a sandstorm. What I would do is put on the um, put on the uh, night vision goggles and just run out there, and they would, you know, they'd see me, and boom, and I'd had a, a silence on its pull-up right in the head and then another guy boom and I just run through so fast and every time they see me and then run back out like some death angel or something just swept through <laughs> and everybody's like dude you know they don't know what happened they don't you go back and hide or whatever and so they never saw you and that that's fun man but they um they did a good job with this one so far I'm really enjoying this one and like I said it's really addicting and uh I mean that's what, that's what I've been playing the past past week or so and nothing else and so i was like man yeah we got to do we got to do one on this one but metal gear solid 5 was all good we probably could have kept it under an hour with just that but you know the metal gear in itself is a is a huge uh universe you know story it's a game changer like i i I was telling you a couple of weeks ago like splinter cell siphon filter every one of those games is is a ripoff of metal gear 
They're, they're yeah. just any anything yeah, espionage. that espionage, stealth oriented. You know, they they even they even brought some of that into uh, some of Tom Clancy's stuff, the Rainbow Six stuff. What was that you were talking about earlier? You and Brandon played. Oh, SOCOM. Uh, SOCOM. I mean, any any time any time you can have the option of stealth as opposed to just guns blazing, you are drawing from the formula that was laid down in 1998. Yeah, well, now I have to disagree with you a bit on the whole SOCOM and uh, Metal Gear Solid. There's not much correlation to that for what it is. Because, I mean... You look at you look at a warfare game like SOCOM. That's more Call of Duty style style like that. That's not going in there trying to do sneaking espionage at all. In that, you're just trying to kill the other person. Whereas Metal Gear Solid, you're not always trying to kill anybody. You can go through the through most of the game well, without I, killing I, people. I, I, so, pr- I probably should have left it at Siphon Filter and Splinter Cell. <laughs> but but I, I was just we just, got you. I got your point. I got your point. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a game right now that'll change your world if you hadn't played it. It's one of the most underrated, under I don't know if it's underappreciated. I'm not sure it got good reviews. Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six Two Man, Vegas. Please, please. <laughs> it's called. It's on Xbox Three. You got an Xbox Three Sixty? Yeah. <laughs> Go get it. It's probably five dollars. It's called Alpha Protocol, and the tag the Espionage RPG. And dude, it is. Yep. You know about this one, Clear? I, I know it va- vaguely. I've had a f- couple friends that played it. T- 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 tell tell me again so I can write it down. It's called Alpha Protocol, an espionage RPG. So it's, it is, you sneak around. It is so intuitive, though. You can shoot people, whatever. And But what you do, you, you got choices to make and stuff. And there's like... It's like you'll you'll be in your apartment. It's like, all right, where do you want to go, sir? Where do you want to go, boss? Or we want you to go to one of these three things. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if you're the boss or you're just a uh, I can't big, remember, but big they boss. tell you you want to go to what country you're going to first. Here's the situation. Here's the intel we have. Which one do you want to handle first? And you go to that country. Well, stuff unfolds. You got to make decisions and stuff too. It's not like a text based thing. It's action, but you there are choices you have to make and it changes the entire story depending on which one country you go to first depending on what you say uh and what you if you kill somebody or not i mean it is it is a great game and i saw it and i read the back of it and said this game sounds and looks awesome but i haven't heard anything about it so it must be terrible um (laughs) but i bought it when it was real cheap like five dollars and man i played that game all the way through without stopping you can you beat it yeah i didn't i didn't finish it i think i got to russia and there's a lot of decisions, and I got too much anxiety, and I, I had to quit. <laughs> no, but it was like a, I could tell this was a big scene, and I was like, man, what if I would have come here first? And I just kind of – probably what really happened, another game came out. Uh, it's great, man. You, you need to get that, and, and you, you'll love it. But anyway. I'll check, I'll check it out. Um, just wanted to point out that uh, in uh, February – 20th of 2018 Metal Gear Survive supposed to oh, drop. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. It's 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 the newest Metal Gear, but it's um Kojima is not on it. Uh he's not he didn't do any development or anything on it and it's a survival game more so than an actual Metal Gear style game. So it's going to be a different experience and it looks like you have zombie esque 
things that you have to fight. So so it looks neat, but it, be prepared for a different type of game than a normal Metal have you Gear seen Solid the game. Play f- I haven't seen the trailer or anything for it. You really go around and collect stuff. It's a survival. You're trying to collect stuff. You'll run into guy, other, the other people. The other zombie-esque creatures are trying to collect stuff to get back to their home world. And so you're trying to sneak around them to collect your stuff, but they also will attack you. So Look at the uh, it's kind play, of one of those the, things. The, the first little sneak peek that the director put out. It, it's like about a ten minute thing. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. It's I actually it pretty. Out looks yet. pretty I, legit. I think it looks pretty fun. I, I, I'll give it a chance. I'm just I'm just tired of like zombies. zombies. A, a, every yeah, game I buy is um, they're zombies. <laughs> zombies. <laughs> There's the campaign. But you buy there's the campaign. There's multiplayer. There's zombies. <laughs> it, it don't matter what game it is. Red Dead Redemption had zombies come out in it. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. A cowboy western game had zombies in it later. And they, they, they loved that game. And I bought it. And they, uh, the zombie portion of it, a living undead nightmare or something like that. But that's a, that's a unique twist on it. But that'll probably do it for this one. Um, just you'll probably get with coach again on uh, February seventh. That should co- that should this should be deconflicted with your schedule. <clears throat> then we'll have Edgy yeah. on here to talk about EverQuest uh, for all the EverQuest or MMO fans. We'll kind of talk about those in general. She's a big gamer and, uh, and knows yeah. about all that kind of stuff too. But anyway, so cool. Yeah, guys, follow us on Twitter: Hollywood Cole H O L L I W O O D K O L E. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. And don't forget to uh, like us on the uh, or favorite us or follow us on the Podbean. Leave us a review <laughs> if you like this podcast. Leave us a review on the Facebook page or on podcast comp or Podbean. Yep. Uh, leave us some comments. Uh, you know, just let us know how we're doing. All right, cool. Well, that will do it. So we will uh, catch you guys next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.